Hello, everyone, and welcome. We're starting a couple minutes early today to have the special opportunity for our Triangles workers to link with the Global Silent Minute and the Peace Wave today in cooperation with International Day of Peace. And Dot Maver will lead us in that. Hello, Dot. Mm, thank you, Kathy. Hi, this is Dot Maver with Global Silent Minute. And on behalf of Peace Weekend 2020, I want to welcome Triangles and our host, Kathy Newburn, to the Peace and Spirituality Room as we celebrate the International Day of Peace. We are indeed observing a global silent minute at noon in every time zone around the world on this International Day of Peace. So we will be joining the 12 noon Pacific USA silent minute in just about 50 seconds from now. And as we do that, let us recall that it was 12 noon in California when the UN charter was signed that the first, or after it was signed, that the first peace day happened. Uh, well after that signing in 1981, it was 12 noon in California and 3 p.m. in New York. So we honor that today on this International Day of Peace as we join our co-workers around the world in a minute of silence as action, holding the shared intention of anchoring peace on earth. Thank you, Dot, and thank all of you for participating today in our weekly Triangles Meditation Group webinar. Today is September 21st, 2020, also known as the International Day of Peace. And we're very grateful to be part of that larger annual framework wherein we take a moment or multiple moments throughout the day to anchor this potent energy from the forces of peace on our planet at this time of transition. So the work that we do together each week 
and the work that we do together each day as participants in the Triangles Network is to we create a platform here in this webinar each week to introduce the work of Triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of their own Triangles. And we also have this weekly webinar to stimulate this work by coming together actually on the physical etheric plane to create a platform wherein we can work with a visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to focalize, direct, and anchor spiritual energies on our planet. Three people each day linked together in thought. It doesn't have to be synchronized by time or space, but through their visualization of each other and of their triangle, they circulate energies of light, love, and power. And then they connect their triangle with all the other many thousands of people throughout the world who are also working in triangles and they visualize this vast network of light connecting all people throughout the world. And then they close this activity by sounding the great invocation, which is a potent world prayer that brings through spiritual energies and releases them through this etheric energy body surrounding the planet into all open hearts and minds throughout the world who can respond to this stimulation. So it only needs to take a few minutes each day, this work of triangles, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So if you resonate to this idea of planetary service, and you'd like to form a triangle, you can do so by going to our website, triangles.org. So now as we do each week, let's begin with a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network, followed by a sounding of the mantra on your screen. Let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, let's visualize a triangle. This is the triangle of the three primary planetary centers, great chakra systems within our planet. Between the center Shambhala, the highest planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center.
Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energy radiating, radiating forth from the center of the star out through the points. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Now we project a line of lighted energy, a rainbow bridge to the spiritual hierarchy. And we sound the mantra, breathing in its energies. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day.
So after our meditation today, we're going to hear from Dot Naver. She works with the Global Silent Minute. And she's going to be reporting to us from many of the activities which are going on in relation to the International Day of Peace and events leading up to this and following after it. And I also wanted to take the opportunity to announce uh, a Lucis Trust activity, the cycle of conferences, which is working from today through October 2nd with a visualization in support of the 75th anniversary of the United Nations and related high level forum events. Um, and so we work together with a visualization each day to support and strengthen the ideas that are being generated at these uh, various events with the power of our united thought. And so if you'd like to find out more information about that, a link will be posted in the chat box. So we hope as many of you as, you as possible will be able to secure the visualization and link up each day. So as I said earlier, we're very grateful for our network, our weekly network and our daily work of triangles to be linked up with these powerful events at the United Nations as part of um, the International Day of Peace and in cooperation each year with the opening of the General Assembly. And the theme this year of the International Day of Peace is shaping peace together. So we can keep that theme in our mind because coming together amidst all of the conflicting energies in our planetary life at this time of transition is a challenge, but days like this and activities such as the International Day of Peace is coordinating and Triangles is working with always um, certainly do much to contribute to a subjective climate whereby the forces of peace can work through our world, can work through the network. And I'm sure it was no coincidence that the date for the annual celebration of the International Day of Peace was chosen on this September 21st, the day of or the day before each year's celebration of the autumnal equinox in the Northern Hemisphere. A time, as you know, of a perfect balancing on our planet between day and night. And this is symbolic of that special point that exists between those um, forces of darkness and light in our world. There's a special point, and it's often said to be linked with the sign of Libra, which begins also at this time. Libra in uh, spiritual teachings is often related to this idea of peace, but it's also very much, uh, as you know, a sign of negotiations. So it's not a mystical approach to the processes of peace, but rather an analytical one of negotiations 
between the various forces so that a compromise can be found. That's what we need in our world today, some kind of compromise in order to move forward without the warring factions. Libra is said to govern what's called the no man's land, which in terms of battlefields is that sacred space between the trenches of the opposing forces, wherein there is no fighting, there is no war. And oftentimes there was during the World War moments when joy could be celebrated and the two sides could come together. So we could look at this day in a similar way as an opportunity, as the UN suggests, to cease for a ceasefire, a 24-hour ceasefire between opposing forces. And so we can all work with that energy by linking up, as Dot said, each hour for this 24-hour period to take a moment to open our hearts to the potent energies which are pouring in subjectively at this time. Just a final few thoughts. Um, Libra is often linked to the Bhagavad Gita, which many of you will have read, said by the Tibetan to be one of the three books, actually, that all spiritual seekers should study assiduously. And the Gita, as most of you will know, was basically about a dilemma um, being, which was confronted to a young disciple, Arjuna, um, wherein he was asked to go into battle. And he was a spiritual young man, and the thought of going into battle was anathema to him. But his soul, or his teacher, the great Lord Krishna, urged him to get into the battle and to, to do what he could to bring about a resolution to the warring factions within his own family. And so we, t we are told that this battle, this archetypal battle took place during a time when we were passing through an age governed by Libra. And so we can think back to Lord Krishna's wisdom to the young Arjuna and take counsel that we can't always sit out the battle in life and that peace is forged oftentimes through negotiations, through hard and difficult negotiations as was surely the case with the founding of the UN. And if we can focalize our energies together today on this, at this time, on this day of peace in our world, we're asked to do so by summoning the spiritual will. We cannot really take opportunity of the powerful opportunities of a day such as this without this focalizing of the spiritual will. And also we're told by the use of potent mantras. And one such mantra that we will be using in a few minutes is the great invocation which closes our visualization and which is the essential closing point of each day's work in the Triangles Network. So just to mention that this day of peace, this international day of peace is surely linked with a great spiritual individual, a powerful individual we're told, known as the spirit of peace. And this individual is probably very much with the work of humanity and those, particularly those members of humanity who can work with 
this spiritual will. So I'd just like to close with a brief quote related to this potent opportunity which we have today. It said that the spirit of peace is hovering close to humanity, seeking opportunity to make his presence felt. The spirit of peace is not an abstract concept, but a potent individual wielding forces hitherto unfamiliar to our planet. Great forces are awaiting the hour when they can function as the liberators and deliverers of mankind. But the door to their entrance must be opened by humanity itself and will be opened by a united act of the will expressed through some formula of words and expressed in sound. It will be brought about by an activity performed simultaneously by all men and women of goodwill and by all the world aspirants and disciples. The door will not open unless the act of invocation is backed by the focused will, directed determination of the man or woman or group who's using it through prayer and invocation. So if you don't usually sound the great vocation in the place where you are during this webinar visualization, I would urge us all today to sound it out loud. Our microphones are muted so the sound will be fine. And let's also work at focusing our will. Let's come together in group fusion, linking in thought as a soul, a point of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. Now let's project a line of lighted energy to the highest center, Sambhala, the center of spiritual will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. 
visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangle's network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, and establishing right human relationships.
sounding the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Now, as we invoke as a group, the spiritual will, sounding the great invocation, visualizing it acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills the purpose which the masters know 
and serve. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And uh, now we'll welcome Dot. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. And you put on your video, hopefully. Um, yes. <laughs> Uh, should I? I think I have to do something here. I don't see my toolbar though. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't. Let's see. Hmm. Maybe if oh, you okay. go. Okay, there to, you are. Yeah, there, you there are. I am. <laughs> if you go to gallery view, then you could see both of us if you're on. I don't have a, a webcam on this computer. Oh. Fortunately. Okay. <laughs> so welcome. That was a trick. Thank you. <laughs> How are That's you? It's funny. I'm doing quite well. It's been quite a run with Peace Month this year, uh, beginning actually way back uh, when I was, think I think, last on Triangles with you with World Unity Week. But yeah, yeah it's, it's going really well. And I want to say, Kathy, up front, I really appreciate that today of all days, you bring forth the spirit of peace, not, uh, not as an abstract concept, uh, but really reminding us that we are indeed invoking with focused will and directed determination. And indeed, we are. And the, yeah. the spirit of peace is upon us and flows through us closer than ever at this point. 
Yes, it's a potent energy that we, of course, can't really understand, but we can know that it's a force that's working through the centers in our planet, you know, mm. it's, and, the, and the Tibetan has said that if we, our job is not necessarily to link with these great beings, uh, certainly not as individuals, but as a group, we could make an approach, but it's more likely that he says we should work through the hierarchy because these are the energies yeah. that are so potent that they're pouring through yeah. the hierarchy and the world teacher overshadowing as you know the world yes 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 one of the points we should mention we're talking about triangles that uh there's a great and potent triangle standing um overshadowing the christ in his work of preparation for the reappearance and so that's consisting of three great lords the buddha the spirit of peace and the avatar synthesis and maybe you'd like to share with some people who might not be familiar with the avatar synthesis work with the united nations that well, yes, and this is part of the work uh, within the heart center of the new group of world servers as we are consistently working with the avatar of synthesis, uh, actually coming right down through the United Nations and working with all of those leaders uh, through the General Assembly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's really beautiful to consider. And, you know, every Thursday at noon, a group gathers in the meditation room there, uh, the yeah. quiet room, uh, developed by Robert Muller when he was still alive and at the UN. Uh, yeah, and so every Thursday at noon, New York time, to just link subjectively and really hold, hold that invoking and inpouring. And do they use the reappearance of the Christ meditation? Is that, do you know which one they use? I believe they use the great invocation. That's what I use when I link up. So it's just a, si a few minute meditation. Mm -hmm. it's not, it's okay. a, yeah, it's a silent, actually silence, because there's no speaking yeah. in that room, yeah. which is the other thing I love, this idea of, of silence. And uh, we, what, how did you say it? We reach into the silent place and bring down the gift of understanding. And of course, working with the global silent minute and working with silence, a, a power greater than we know. Yeah. And yeah, and well, that great silent place of peace. So yeah, working with silence in a way that is both uh, invocative and evocative is very powerful in this moment. Yeah. So today's International Day of Peace, and you're live from the United Nations. So could you share a little bit about what's going on and what you've been involved with? Yes, and actually behind the scenes here, you can probably see the light blinking from the side. Uh, we are still live from New York at the United Nations and in the Tillman Chapel at the Church Center at the UN and we started uh, early the very early this morning actually uh, getting set up because we have a camera crew and when I say we this is um, part of Peace Weekend and it's been a long run uh, actually from 2016 at where it uh, launched there at the Tillman Chapel and in, in the United Nations on the International Day of Peace. And the caravan has been around the world and comes home now, so to speak, uh, to the UN, celebrating 75 years. And on this International Day of Peace, 
Uh, the Global Silent Minute is being observed at 12 noon around the world. And every year, it's a noontime silent minute is called for. And this year, it's very interesting, isn't it? I mean, COVID is so challenging and presents us with a crisis. And that crisis, crisis we know, is both danger and opportunity. So the danger you know, doing business as usual. And of course, crisis provides some pain and suffering, but the opportunity, it, it has really provided us a unique opportunity to come together in ways that I don't think would have or could have happened. So here we are in our little Zoom rooms, literally around the world, all of us coming together and we hosted a global broadcast this morning uh, Monica Willard, the UN representative to the United Nations for the United Religions Initiative, and uh, Reverend Dion Bossier, at, who is the reverend at the chapel there at the church center, and a number of others. Uh, and so we filmed from there the Peace Walk from the Isaiah Wall uh, up the steps to the chapel, mm -hmm. and have been observing that silent minute uh, on the hour with prayer, world prayers in between and uh, invocative moments. It's been quite powerful, actually. And on Facebook, um, if you go to Global Silent Minute IDP, we could put that in the chat, maybe Global Silent Minute IDP Peace Wave, and we will leave this Facebook page up. We have an event happening at uh, four minutes before the hour started last night, New York time, and will run through six o'clock this evening, mm. uh, Eastern time, representing every time zone on the planet. So the, the power of so many millions of us coming together now, because as I've shared with you, Kathy, this, um, this convergence that's happening right now with groups is unprecedented on the planet. And I, I just jotted down a few of them. I can't name them all because there are literally thousands. But to give you a sense for those who are aware of some of these really giant groups that we hear about in social media, Unity Earth, Unify, uh, Peace One Day, Out of Europe, Shift Network, Sign Network, the Compassion Games, I'm going to include Global Silent Minute. We're not <laughs> as huge, but of we're getting there. Yeah, right. Codes for a Healthy Earth, United Religions Initiative, Green Hope Foundation. And I could continue to name literally hundreds of groups just that we're aware of, never mind the thousands and thousands that are participating. So it's, it is really a, a beautiful moment on the planet. And I have a sense that our triangles, uh, meditation and infrastructure, our world goodwill work, uh, the 2025 initiative works, and we and there again we could just continue naming groups around the yeah. world. We are really assisting with this invocative approach to landing the spiritual laws and principles in in just beautiful ways. There's a sense of unity. Yes. Well. Is there anything else about the work you've been doing that you feel is particular would be particularly important to share with us? Well, I, 
actually, you know, there's been a caravan of unity, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. traveling yeah. and it's traveling. It's been traveling across the United States right now. And what is it an actual caravan? It, I mean, it, buses it, it, or something? It's, well, it, that's what it was supposed to be across Europe and across the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, however, it turned out to be basically a zooming caravan okay. with one RV Okay. and a couple of people actually making the trip and in different cities safe distancing and zooming yeah. like this with all these activities uh -huh. nonetheless it's been a profound coming together all of us recognizing that uh, the united nations that's in the u.s that's where it started at grace cathedral honoring uh, the signing of the u.n declaration Mm -hmm. And that on the 26th of uh, to end the scourge of war, <laughs> correct to end the scourge of war. But the yeah. thing that I want to say is it's a, it's actually a shift in consciousness if you think about it at that point, which would end and will end the scourge of war yes. when we shift from uh, attempting to to get to peace through force and we realize that peace is not the opposite of war the absence of violence we are going yes. to peace is the outcome right of the the laws and principles sharing and cooperation and all this but it's, so it's peace through development and we're beginning to land that we're beginning yeah. to understand that and live that that excites me what do you what is your understanding of that peace through development how do you understand that both subjectively and objectively? Well, when we talk about development, we know that energy follows thought. And so, mm -hmm. what, well, what is it that said wars begin in the minds of men? Mm -hmm. And the big complaint there is the word men. But the truth well, is, wars yeah. begin in the minds of us, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, so, that, so at the deepest esoteric level, when we talk about development, we have the, we need to have the capacity to access the plan that is, that is and wants mm -hmm. to manifest. And if we don't provide that group chalice for that to come through, for us to then develop according to essence, instead of us creating out here like mad and it doesn't always reflect right. the, the essence right or the reality right. so yeah so that's how i perceive it and now we find so so uh, just a very simple thing so many youth meetings that i have attended in the last month or so on zoom with all mm -hmm. of this we've been doing with up convergence and uh, 11 days of global unity and now peace weekend and massive youth meetings we've got another one tonight which is exciting about uh, climate they want mm. to start with a silent minute uh, i just yeah i think yeah. it is wonderful recognizing the coming together there and invoking so that we're not just speaking from our concrete mind all the time but aren't a lot of the activities that you've been involved with about um you know subjective work it's not all about outer activities right mm -hmm, for sure right right so there's a lot of people sharing spiritual practices that they're involved in and yeah yeah so yeah it's very exciting yeah the name of the un chapel andrea ross is tillman t-i-l-l-m-a-n all right so maybe we should open up now for okay some group sharing and hopefully um, we'll be able to call on anyone who raises their hand you have to just click on your 
uh, name in the participants box and we'll unmute your microphone if you have a thought or a question to share with that. Yeah, and or, Matthew, Matthew Martin says, when we all love each other and respect each other's human rights, then surely there will be peace on earth. Yeah, thank you for that, Matthew. One of the conversations that's been a steady thread from the Hague Center and the youth group that just presented to the parliament in Copenhagen uh, is exactly that. And it's aligned with the, you know, women's rights are human rights, earth rights are human rights, yeah, are, uh, yeah, are human rights, and uh, earth rights yeah. are equal to human rights. There's all these pieces coming through, and that seems to us that right relationship is beginning to be, I'll say, wrestled to the ground, right? So, yeah, so that we can actually live together uh, in harmony, because that's what peace is, I think, living yes. in right relationship with self, others, and all life. Okay, any more comments? Uh, giving voice and silence to all you do for all of humanity. Yeah, I kind of like that, you know, the voice of silence. Yeah. And that's uh, when you were talking about the sounding earlier as well, Kathy, that's where my mind went. You know, the sound of silence. So I also want to mention, as we're waiting for a hand raise, would love to hear some comments. Uh, is the spirit of peace which is flowing through as the result of visualizing peace by the human race? Kathy, why don't you address that? Well, that's the, I don't know if you were here for the quote, but... It's actually a powerful individual, and I think it's flowing as part of the triangle flowing through and overshadowing the world teacher who's preparing, as most of you know, for reappearance. And so the whole progress of humanity in the last 2,000 years and the progress made by the world teacher and the hierarchy and all three planetary centers has certainly created the condition whereby this spirit of peace can overshadow the world teacher and flow through humanity. So it's not just as a result of our visualization, which quite often probably are quite feeble at this point, but it's a collective visualization that Dot's been talking about that's going on now um, among so many people that is enabling us to bridge to these higher centers in our planet and to these great august beings like the spirit of peace. Mm. So yeah, thank you for that, Kathy. And I want to say also, it, it brings us to the Global Silent Minute again. When we have shared this in some of these meetings, we've been asked to, to share it at, and we tell the story, and then we prepare for the minute. And the preparation is always twofold. One, we prepare ourselves and unite our yeah. hearts across distance. But two, we invite all those on the other side. I have to say, yeah. I, I keep thinking right now in the U.S., and it makes my heart smile, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yes. she's, she is with us. So let's call on her for some yes. assistance through the silence and the silent minute. But yeah, calling on all those from the other side, I cannot tell you how many comments we get from people. That's what they love the most. Because people don't always speak like that or think like that. And it's really assisting this shift where we're really landing the truth of our interconnectedness, the truth 
of the revelation of our time, our oneness. There is no separation, meaning there is no death. So, but we're, that's being spoken out. That's being realized. It's probably preparing for the way uh, in which the Tibetan says that there will be a powerful revelation soon that will be brought about by two young children, one in the United States and one in India, who will through some kind of work with a technological gadget, you might say, mm-hmm. be able to communicate with people on the other side who've passed over. And the Tibetan says that will revolutionize human thinking and will bring about a death knell to the forces of materialism. And so Brilliant. we can ho- hope that that's, he says early in this century, this will happen. And yeah. so it's a, uh, Maybe yeah. this work that you're doing is helping to prepare um, human consciousness. You're alerting people to the fact that we can work with people on the other side and it's resonating mm, so many so. people. It's probably preparing the way for when this can actually happen through means of technology. We're in the Aquarian age, which is ruled by technology. Mm. So mm. Yeah, well, interesting. we might be able to make cell phone calls to the inner side. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that's exciting. <laughs> Text them. Maybe if they're busy, we could text them. Yeah. Well, you know, it makes me think of this year, the high-level forum on the culture of peace, because it went to Zoom, the civil society section, which was in the afternoon after the UN did their more formal piece in the morning. And the moderator, uh, Kekashan, uh, is the founder, one of the founders of Green Hope Foundation. And that's basically a youth foundation. And do check that out, Green Hope Foundation. Uh, because as you're saying that, Kathy, it's, I'm really mindful, again, with all these youth we're so blessed to work with at this moment. Yeah, it, we're, we're getting ready to really pop a cork, you know, to really to realize that shift in consciousness, like chunk, how yeah, it happens. Because each generation, us. more and more of the people are responding to Aquarian values. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Would you like to read some comments? Sure. And thank you, Patty. And Steve Samsung says, I wonder if the link with those on the other side is also an important part of the link between humanity and the great ones on the inner side. And yes, I, I mean, I, I would imagine if all of our windows were open in gallery right now, we'd, we'd all be going like this. Yes, because yeah. what's, what's happening? I mean, this bridging work, which is really more than that, it's really merging work from my perspective with the fourth and fifth kingdom right now Mm -hmm. is profound. So yes, absolutely. And what, whoops, can one of our triangle points be with one who is on the other side, Kathy? We don't encourage that. We encourage you to find another person uh, who's in a physical body to, to replace the one who's passed over. They're involved in different time zones than we are. And so, um, yeah, it's better to work with someone in this time zone, uh, this planet. So Vicki Nas says, Alice Bailey wrote in Esoteric Astrology, before creation, silence and stillness of a focused point. This applies to both Aries and Libra, the one in a cosmic and creative sense and the other in an individual and progressive evolutionary sense. It's interesting in terms of Libra to also (laughs) consider that although it's often felt to be a sign related to peace, when you actually um, ponder some of the statements in the books, 
it's really the road, he calls it the way into Shambhala. So yeah. it's, it's during this time, I think, that makes so much sense that this extraplanetary being, the spirit of peace, can be contacted through mm -hmm. the instrumentality of humanity. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Silence, this is from Eduardo. Silence is the best way to honor peace. Collective meditation is the hope of the new age. If only we could imagine what marvelous results a whole meditating group can evoke. Eduardo, let's do that for 10 seconds right now, all of us, over 200 of us right now. The power of just two concordant thoughts increases sevenfold. Imagine, 200, imagine. 200 million and this is this is what we are building is this crescendo that someone else just spoke of in the comments here uh, a crescendo that's building yes it makes my heart sing and we all can work and share each other's uh, techniques you know it's not about one group has a monopoly on the technique that we use to make this alignment it's mm -hmm. uh, there are many techniques and many paths, and yeah, yeah. each group has their different way. But together, collectively, we all working together during these portals, these periods of the spiritual year, mm. that increases our effectiveness. Yeah, and Eduardo also says great mystery rituals have occurred during equinoxes since ancient times for a reason, and I find that comment interesting, Eduardo, also because many of us have been discussing for some time now. What, how is the new world religion going to land? And we know kind of the principles of it, and we know the focus is invocation, evocation. But how about solstice and equinox, where all of us, no matter who we are, where we live, what we look like, what our cultural deal is, we all recognize solstice and equinox. So there's something about that, yeah, Sanjay, together, collectively. Great, Kathy, I agree. But the thing is that we're also, it's, it's so amazing how many people are already celebrating the full and new moons you know, each month. Yep. And I envision that will be just growing and growing exponentially yeah. in their Absolutely. own way. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Please, this is from Diane Jean. Aldrich, and I'm looking at the time, but I'm going to read it because we can all at least think about it. Please speak to the process of self-love and inner peace that must precede the ability for love of other planet cosmos. Absolutely. It begins with each one of us. That's the great transformation. And when that transformation occurs, when I transform, and then that as a radiatory impulse and those around me transform and gradually groups and countries it is that individual and collective transformation that advances the culture of peace. Absolutely. Yes, beautiful comment. <clears throat> so we're approaching the four o'clock hour, which will be the next noontime Global Silent Minute, Kathy. Yes. Will you lead us in that before we close today? And you had a prayer that you wanted to state at the oh, end. Oh, I would love to. Okay, I'll do that, and then you'll do the, the minute coming right up. And the minute we start on the hour, so we're about two on minutes. On the hour. So we're, we're two one minutes One minute, ahead. it's 59.07. Oh, okay. So yeah, My, so it's perfect. I'll speak slowly, and then you can take us into the minute. Okay. 
May the spirit of peace be spread abroad in our hearts, through our groups, and throughout the world. Om Shanti. So thank you so much, Dot, and Global Silent Minute group for all you do. And now we'll just close with a minute of silence to link with the spirit of peace and all our coworkers throughout the world on the inner and outer planes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Dad. Mm, thank you.